0: more out of life. Go out to a movie.
1: When his parents have to go out of town, little Dennis Mitchell stays over at Mr. Wilson's house. Despite his efforts to try and be helpful, Dennis drives Mr. Wilson absolutely crazy. This is Dennis the Menace. Welcome back to the Boomstick Video Podcast. My name is Mike and I am doing a solo episode today. Um, We want to make sure that we get plenty of episodes out there for you guys to enjoy. So even if it's just me recording an episode, just want to make sure you guys have a bunch of content to listen to. So yeah, I'm excited. Let's get into it. Um, Today we're talking about Dennis the Menace from 1993. Um, Before we get into that, uh, I'd like to get some housekeeping stuff out of the way. First of all, I would like to apologize for our last episode, the audio on our last episode specifically. I really enjoyed the episode. The episode on Tales from the Hood was great, Um, but the audio was messed up because my microphone was turned up way too loud. Um, I didn't have time to catch it. I didn't have time to listen to the audio on the playback when we recorded it because we were in Nashville, and that was our last day in Nashville, and Uncle Nick and I had to hightail it back to Indiana on that day when we recorded that episode, so I didn't have time to check the audio or do much of anything. So, um, yeah, we just recorded it, and we left. So um, I didn't have time to check the playback, so that was uh, my fault. So apologies for that. It's still a super rad episode on Tales from the Hood, uh, with myself, Nick, and uh, Steve. So, um, check that out out check that out if you haven't. It's uh, it's a really solid episode. Just the audio is a little jacked up, but, you know, sometimes that happens. Uh, the the episode is still a lot of fun, and we had a lot of fun recording it. Um, also, I want to let you guys know that I personally plan on doing the 31 days of Halloween over on my YouTube channel at youtube.com/half the mic um, in October. So I'm going to be doing some uh, 31 horror movie reviews over on my YouTube channel. So definitely keep an eye out for that in October. Um, Those are probably going to be my last um, reviews on YouTube for quite a long time uh, since I am moving into a brand new house. My wife and I are moving. Um, So that's going to – that might – there might be a delay on uh, podcast episodes. But, you know. You know how life goes, things get busy. So uh yeah, we're moving should be moving in October or November, one of those months. Uh we're actually building, building a brand new house. So that's definitely going to take up some time, but uh don't don't fear this podcast will still continue. Nothing nothing's going away or anything. So yeah. All right. Enough of that crap. Let's get into this. Uh today we are talking about Dennis the Menace from 1993, which was based on the cartoon of the same name. Uh, Back in the day, I honestly think that everyone either owned this VHS tape or rented it a million times. Uh, For some reason, this movie was a really big deal in the 90s. All of my friends loved it. Even my parents loved it. Uh, So it definitely holds a Bunch of nostalgic vibes for me, and I'm I'm sure it probably holds a lot of nostalgic vibes for you as well, and uh, that's one of the main reasons why I want to talk about it because it was seriously the golden age of uh, VHS. It not the golden age of like um, horror movie VHS. It was, but it was definitely. The golden age of family, family VHS tapes that were in those giant clamshells, Um, so Dennis the Menace, you can probably find that at any Goodwill that you go to, so um, definitely wanted to talk about this one, Um, alright, yeah, so as most of you know, I was a huge fan of Saturday Morning Cartoons, and uh, Dennis the Menace wasn't necessarily one of my favorites, but I was well aware of the show. And I did watch it on a on occasion. Um, so when the trailers and the promos came out for this movie, um, I was well well aware of Dennis the Menace. I knew exactly who the character was, and so did everybody else that I knew. Um, so this was definitely the summer movie that all of the kids were really excited for. Um, everybody was talking about it before school let out. Um, Like, everybody was super stoked on Dennis the Menace. Um, Okay, so let's discuss a little backstory about the casting of this movie. This is actually pretty interesting. Um, Mason Gamble ended up playing Dennis Mitchell in the movie, and he beat out hundreds and hundreds of kids for this role. And that's not an an exaggeration. There were literally, like, Hundreds and hundreds of kids that auditions for this freaking part. Um, apparently, when it was announced that a six-year-old kid was needed to play Dennis the Menace in a live-action movie, actor parents went absolutely insane and demanded auditions. Like, I mean, Dennis the Menace is a really well-known property. So, um, you know, it was perfect for, like... Um, you know, if if you're a Hollywood parent and your little kid is wanting to get into acting, this role was like the motherload. It was a really big deal. So, um, so yeah. Uh, but Mason Gamble, he beat out every single kid. Um, this was his first official role in anything. And I honestly think he was awesome. I really enjoyed his performance. I'm sure... That the movie would it would have been just fine if they casted somebody else, but Mason is just an adorable little troublemaker. Um, His facial expressions, his interaction with Walter Matthau, um, his energy—it was all just really, really good, and I loved him in this movie. All right, so this movie kicks off with Dennis riding his bike over to Mr. Wilson's house, and of course we get the famous Dennis the Menace catchphrase: "Hey, Mr. Wilson!" Um, And speaking of Mr. Wilson, Walter Matthau was perfect for this character. He plays an old, grouchy, crotchety old man so well. His chemistry with Mason Gamble is perfect in every way. Um, From what I heard online, apparently Walter Matthau kept in touch with, with Mason Gamble for several years after wrapping up this movie which is super rare and really, really cool. And that just goes goes to show you what kind of guy Walter Matthau really was. I just think that that is that's something very, very rare in Hollywood that you don't hear about. So I, I just thought that was very cool. He kept in touch with them, and they talked um, talked on the phone a lot. So that, I think that's really, really rad. I, I, I think that's really cool. But yeah, so yeah, Dennis rides over on his bike and uh basically breaks into Mr. Wilson's house and uh um Mr. Wilson is pretty much fake sleeping, which is ridiculous. Like this little kid, I don't know why Dennis believes that Mr. Wilson is sound asleep. That doesn't make any sense. Uh anyway, So yeah, this is the first scene that we get to see Dennis really get into trouble. Um, He takes his famous slingshot and shoots an aspirin right down Mr. Wilson's throat. And Walter Matthau's facial expressions during this bit were pretty legendary. For some reason, my dad would not stop laughing at this scene when we first watched it together. He thought that this was so funny. Um as Dennis runs out of the house we hear Mr. Wilson scream Don't you ever come back, you hear me? Never So yeah, uh very, very solid start to the movie. Um it's in the same the same spirit as the original cartoon. Um very, very true to the original cartoon, so that was pretty rad. So eventually Dennis finally comes back home after he assaulted his next door neighbor um and he gets grilled by his parents and this whole scene is great i love the dialogue in this scene uh mrs mitchell um says well looks like dennis shot an aspirin with a slingshot and then mr mitchell is like what slingshot do you have a slingshot i'm not sure give it to me (laughs) it's such a cliche like um like son parent type of conversation it, it it and i definitely could relate to it i was only like 7 i think i was 7 when i first saw this movie so um completely relatable very cool scene um and then later on mr wilson has a conversation with mr mitchell and let's be honest guys mr mitchell would definitely be considered a hipster by today's standards uh, Mr. Mitchell is a tall guy, uh, very dark hair. It's parted on the side, thick-rimmed glasses, black glasses, um, always a snappy dresser. He's a total hipster. He is a hipster all the way. Um, if I saw this guy walking down the street, um, I would definitely consider him a hipster dad. So, uh, And there's nothing wrong with that. He's a cool guy. He looks like a super rad, hip dude. Uh, probably not by 1993 standards, but anyways, let's keep going, um, (laughs) I think that, uh, Walter Matthau's acting in this scene is really, really good, uh, this is the scene when, um, um, both him and Mr. Mitchell are outside in their front lawns, and they're getting ready for the day, and, uh, um, yeah, Mr. Mr. Wilson is basically pleading his case with, uh, Mr. Mitchell, um, telling him, hey, Dennis is driving me nuts, and uh walter mathaus' dialogue here is brilliant it's so good he's like i'm a reasonable man who expects respect from his neighbors and their children i worked in the post office for 35 years <laughs> and he's playing he's playing the next door neighbor perfectly and i'm sure you guys know what type of neighbor i'm talking about i'm talking about the old guy who lives next door that just wants to be heard you know, he just wants to have a conversation. He wants to plead his case and uh, make his point known, make make his point very well known, that type of thing. And uh, Walter Matthau is just playing this role perfectly. So, yeah, uh, I think that scene is great. Um, let's talk about more characters, though. Um, another character definitely worth talking about is Joey. This is uh, Dennis's best buddy, and, um, first of all, I would like to point out that the cartoon version of Joey and the movie version of Joey look, look nothing alike. <laughs> they don't look anything alike. I think the only thing that is similar is that they're both, um, little guys, like kind of, uh, kind of a little bit punier than Dennis, just a little bit. Um, but you know what? Now that I think about it, Dennis and Joey, I mean, they're pretty much the same size, Um, But in the cartoon, uh, Joey is definitely more puny. His hair is really thin. He almost looks bald in the cartoon, if I remember right. Anyway, I'm getting off subject. Um, The kid who plays Joey in this movie put on such a good performance. And I think that I quote him the most when I quote this movie. Um, I always quote this movie, and I say... We're gonna build a fort, and forts don't got carpet and stuff like that, or <laughs> the best line, probably the best line in the whole movie was uh soldiers don't have wives, stupid, <laughs> oh my God, it's so good, um, but yeah, anyway, this kid he he just seemed like he was just being himself, <clears throat> which was perfect. He didn't seem like he was um, putting on this huge, elaborate performance. I think he was just being a kid. And it worked. It worked really well. So yeah, Joey rules. I love Joey. Uh, Let's keep on going here. Let's talk about the character of Margaret. Um, She was great. This little girl was really good as well. Um, I remember being a little disappointed with the casting of Margaret because... She was slightly different than how the than how the cartoon portrayed her. I may have to revisit the cartoon, but I do specifically remember watching the movie and saying, "That's not really Margaret. That's not how she acts. She's not that mean. She's mean, but she's not that mean." This little girl in this movie was really mean, <laughs> but she was good. She was a great actress, so you know she did a good job too. Uh, She's really quotable quotable as well. She says stuff like, Boys are like that, and girls aren't. (laughs) Feminism is starting. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to get in trouble. Never mind. Uh, Okay, now uh, let's talk about the all-star performance in this movie. I think that there's only one real MVP of this movie, and that's Christopher Lloyd. You guys all know who I'm talking about. The bad guy in this movie, played by Christopher Lloyd. He was so good. So extreme and really scary. This movie totally scared me when I was a little kid because of Christopher Lloyd's performance. Um, So his character in this movie, he is called Switchblade Sam. And... This character legit gave me nightmares. I know people say that about all kinds of things when they talk about their childhood, but every time Christopher Lloyd was on screen, I wanted to cry. Uh, (laughs) He was so scary to me as a kid. Um, Also, every single scene he's in, he just looks like he stinks so bad. Uh, If you just look at his character he looks like he smells like cigarettes and fish and something gross and greasy. He just looks so disgusting. And, uh, I understand that that's the type of dude he's playing. I mean, he, when the character is introduced, he like literally jumps out of a train. So he looks like he's just this, um, criminal bum who breaks into houses. He like, he goes from neighborhood to neighborhood and you know, steals from people, so I understand that that's the type of character he's playing, but he just looks so gross, he looks like he smells so bad, Um, yeah, just really, really foul looking, so yeah, as a kid, um, I knew Dennis the Menace was tough, but I wasn't sure how he was gonna beat up a guy like Switchblade Sam, I wasn't sure how he was going to, you know, escape the clutches of Switchblade Sam, because you know, like, Dennis is definitely going to come in contact with this character at some point, um, because, you know, it's just, you know, obvious. So, but anyway, Christopher Lloyd played such a good bad guy, um, and he even had his own theme, theme song. Every single time Switchblade Sam came on screen, you would hear his music, that music that was like dun 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 dun. I'll insert a clip, of course, because I can't sing it. You guys don't want to hear me sing <camically> So yeah, that was Switchblade Sam's theme song. And every time you heard that music, you knew that he was going to be creeping along somewhere. Um, It was just really, really well put together. And going along the lines of the music, all of the music in this movie is great. I really want a... I want a copy of the soundtrack um, on physical media. I would love uh, like a vinyl release of the soundtrack of Dennis, Dennis the Menace. That would be sweet. Um, yeah, the music is great. Um, it just gives you really good nostalgic vibes. Um, the Switchblade Sam music, of course, that's just scary stuff. But um, the all of the music in between just makes you feel real happy and. It just fits the movie really well. It's really happy go look, go lucky, happy go-lucky stuff um, just really, really good stuff <laughs> All right, now we're going to talk about my all-time favorite scene from Dennis the Menace. And that has to be when um, Mr. and Mrs. Mitchell hire a babysitter to come and watch Dennis for the night. And um, um, it's a girl named Polly, a redhead girl named Polly, who actually is one of the stars of the Netflix series um, Orange is the New Black. Um, she's very, very recognizable. She hasn't changed much. At least her face hasn't changed much. She looks like the same person. Um, and, uh, super red hair. I think you guys all know who I'm talking about. I don't remember what the actress's name is. I would have to look it up and stop the podcast, but, um, I think, you know who I'm talking about anyway, but yeah, she, uh, plays, um, Dennis's babysitter and, uh, Mr. Mitchell answers the door and he's like, hi, Polly, come on in. And he's like, uh, what's with the helmet for? What's the helmet for? And she's like, oh, my girlfriend used to babysit for Dennis. She said, bring a helmet and wear pants, um, which is cute. Anyway, um, yeah, this is my favorite scene because, um, um, Polly's boyfriend comes over, which, you know, probably not supposed to do that, but anyway, and, Polly's boyfriend is Buzz from Home Alone. <laughs> and his name is Mickey. His his name's Mickey in this movie. And he's like this cool guy. Like he uh Dennis answers the door and he's like, hey. And he gives him the he gives him the um the shooter fingers, the shooter McGavin fingers, and he's like, hey, I'm looking for Polly. And uh Dennis is like, You're Mickey? And he's like, Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, um, yeah. Dennis is like, oh, she's upstairs using my mom's armpit perfume. She says you're such a stud. She gets nervous and sweats a lot. Cool. Um, I'm not sure what type of world any girl is living in that um, Buzz from Home Alone would make you nervous and make you sweat a lot. But, you know, whatever, to each their own. Anyway, Mickey comes in, and uh, Dennis is actually taking a bath, and Mickey reads a bedtime story to him. And this scene is hysterical, because Mickey cannot read worth a darn. (laughs) He is trying to read this, um, I think it's a Thomas the Train book, if I'm not mistaken, and he's a dumbass. He can't he can't read it. Um, he's saying things like, uh, "One day you will grow up and realize that all trains are impotent, important, and uh, of course, when I was." you know, seven years old, watching this movie for the first time. I didn't catch that whatsoever. Had no idea what impotent me- meant. But um, that was... <laughs> I'm, I think that's so funny that they put that... They, they slipped that line into this movie. That's pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, and then... um, And then, he's, then he, ke- he keeps on reading to Dennis, and he says things like, uh, I will never understand what you mean, Sababid Huffy? S- sub- sub- sub-ob- huffy, And obviously the word is sobbed, but, you know, Mickey's an idiot. Anyway, <laughs> so later on that night, um, Mickey and Polly are making out on the couch. And, you know, Dennis, a little five-year-old kid, sees this and starts giggling. So he runs outside and he starts playing Ding Dong Ditch. He rings the doorbell and then runs away. And then rings the doorbell and then runs away. So Polly and Mickey get frustrated. And they get the idea to um, put a thumbtack, tape, tape a thumbtack to the doorbell, to the outside of the doorbell. And their idea is to, um, next time these uh, these kids, well they think, they think it's a group of kids playing Ding Dong Ditch. So um, uh, they get ready to... Um, drown these kids in water um and then uh throw flour all over them the next time they ring the doorbell so um that's what they plan on doing and then of course the next person to ring the doorbell is freaking Mr. Wilson and uh he rings the doorbell and of course he gets it bad and Mickey's like uh sorry good night <laughs> shuts the door on him and Mr. Wilson goes back home knocks on the door Mrs. Wilson Opens the door, and Mr. Wilson says, he's only a boy, huh? And uh, I guess, from this is what I read online, and this is what I saw in the the behind-the-scenes stuff about this movie. But um, the gal who played Mrs. Wilson, she said that that was the first time that um, she saw... Walter Matthau with all the flour and the water all over him. She said that was the actually the first time she saw that when they filmed that, so that the director could get a genuine reaction out of her. So that um that laugh that she's doing was um was really genuine and that was that was the first time she saw him like that. So that was pretty cute. Um and yeah, speaking of uh Mrs. Wilson, let's go let let's talk more about her. Let's get um, let's get more into the the um, sweet and um, um, emotional side of this movie because it's got a lot of great, genuine uh, sweet moments in it. And uh, the one that I'm specifically talking about is when Mrs. Wilson, is reading Dennis a poem that her mother read to her when she was just a little girl. This scene is pure magic. It's so, it's so good, you guys. It's, it's really good. It's, um, it's this, it's, uh, to give you some context, con, context about this scene. Um, Dennis's parents, um, both had to go away for business, and Dennis is staying at the Wilsons' house, and, um, Mrs. Wilson is putting Dennis to bed, and she starts telling Dennis this poem, and it's called Lincoln Blink. Uh, no, no, excuse me, Winkin, Blinkin, and Nod. And uh, she starts, you know, telling him the poem, and then the film cuts to like um, outside a landscape and the moon, and then it cuts to. Um, it cuts to like the ocean and it shows all of these really, really cool scenes all the while, you know, Mrs. Wilson is, you know, is just, she's just reciting the poem and it's, it's amazing. It's really, really cool. It's really emotional and good. And then, um, the, uh, the scene keeps going and then it, and it, then it cuts to, um, images of Dennis's parents. And um, they're just they're li- they're lying in their hotel beds, and they're missing um, Dennis, and they're missing each other. It's just really, really cute. It's uh, it's just one of those scenes that's just it's just really sweet. It's, it's and I definitely had to mention it because it was definitely one of my favorite scenes when I was younger.
0: Winking, blinking, and nod. One night, sailed off in a wooden shoe. Sailed on a river of crystal light. Into a sea of dew Where are you going And what do you wish The old moon asked the three We have come to fish For the herring fish That live in this beautiful sea Nets of silver And gold have we Said Winkin Blinkin and Nod Winkin and Blinkin Are two little eyes And Nod is a little head And the wooden shoe that sailed the skies is a wee one's trundle bed. Now shut your eyes while mother sings of wonderful sights that be. And you shall see the beautiful things as you rock in the misty sea, where the old shoe rocked the fisherman three. Wink it.
1: Um, So, yeah, I'm really not sure what else I have to say about this movie. Oh, let's talk about the ending. Let's definitely talk about the ending. Um, The um, huge climax where Dennis gets kidnapped by Switchblade Sam, that scene, my dad just erupted with laughter during that entire scene. I don't know what it is about... I don't know what it is about stupid slapstick humor and my dad, but he just responds to this this kind of stuff so well. And uh, you know, to each their own, man. Like, if slapstick stuff makes you laugh, then you know, <laughs> laugh at it. You know, whatever. Um, but yeah, this this whole ending uh, scene with Dennis being captured and uh, Switchblade Sam, it, it's just it's pure slapstick. That's all it is. It's just funny fart jokes and like getting conked over the head over and over and over again. Dennis knocks him out at least 50 times. It's just it, it just happens over and over and over again. And um yeah, one of the funniest scenes is when uh um uh, Switchblade Sam is handcuffed and they're trying to uh find the handcuff key because the handcuff key landed inside the pork and beans that's over the fire. So Dennis's bright idea is like, well, it looks like you got to eat this whole bowl of pork and beans and then we can find the key. And somehow uh, they don't find the key and Switchblade Sam ends up swallowing the key and uh, he farts a whole lot because it's pork and beans. You know, when I was, like, seven or eight years old, that that was just hilarious. That was so funny. That was so funny. I can't believe how funny that was. He ate the key and he farted the whole time. That was so funny. Uh, I, but I can guarantee you if my dad ever saw this scene recently, he would laugh the exact same way that he laughed over 20 years ago. Um, so, yeah, that's just a goofy scene at the end there. Um And then Dennis makes his way back home. He, um, he, uh, you know, he gets Mr. Wilson's gold back. He gets his, uh, valuables back. And, uh, he, uh, he ties up Switchblade Sam, ties him, ties him to the back of his bike and rides on home. And, uh, Mr. Wilson is right there waiting on him. And, uh, and so, so are his parents. And, you know, the movie just kind of ends and it's just a real cute, sweet ending to the movie. Um and then we get uh a um mid-credit scene, which was kind of rare back then. I don't remember a whole lot of mid-credit scenes, but um but yeah, we get a scene with uh Mrs. Mitchell, her mean jerk of a boss, um and Dennis, they're in the same room. And uh, Dennis hits that printer button and uh, this lady's scarf gets stuck in the printer and then her face gets like smashed up against the printer and all of these ridiculous copies of her face um, just keep on getting printed over and over and over again. I love stupid uh, movie memorabilia. I'm wondering if there are any copies of that lady's face floating around the internet somewhere. Um, cause if there are, I would love to buy them. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Uh, the, those, co- those photocopies of that lady's face when she's making those ridiculous faces, I would like to get my hands on some of those. Um, so yeah, guys, um, I really don't know what else to say about this movie. It's just a darn good time. Um, like I said before, it was definitely the golden age of family VHS tapes, um, we rented this over and over and over again. And then of course, when it was on TV, we had to tape it. So, um, yeah, Dennis the menace is just one of those classics that I remember really, really well. Um, and it's just a fun time, fun times, good memories. Yeah. And I got nothing else to say. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. It was a solo episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, and don't you worry, we're going to be back with the whole crew again sometime. Uh, we need to get David Hunt and uh, Dave Clements back on the show. They haven't been on the show in quite a while. I did an episode with Zach on Psycho Gorman. And, uh, of course, I've done a few episodes with Uncle Nick. Everybody loves Uncle Nick. Um, but and, uh, and Steve. Steve was on the show recently. But, uh, yeah, we need to get Dave and David back on the show. It's been a while. It's been too long. So, yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, Hope you guys are doing well. And as always, be kind, rewind, or die.